Amen. You know what? One of the things that I'm really grateful to God for that I think I've been telling you this because, you know, I've been through with my voice. Uh, somehow, like, there's, there was, like, a year or two that I always sound nasal, <laughs> you know. But this year, I really thank God because I sounded like, you know, normal. <laughs> Because the previous years, I was really kind of like really, not depressed, not, not depressed, but I'm, you know, I'm sad that I can't really sing my heart out. You know, when it's your passion to sing and then you can't do it, it it's really, you know, making you feel disappointed and feel really sad. So this year, Brother Bobby. Pero at least uh, nakakaawit na po. <laughs> and I'm really, really thankful to God. Uh, kahit na minsan after umawit pa us na kagad. And, uh, you know, every time I teach the choir now, kahit pa paano, nakakasabay na ako sa kanila sa lakas ng boses nila. <laughs> so I'm really grateful to God. That's one of the blessed things that I really want to thank God for. And, um, you know, I told myself as long as I have uh, a voice that I can, you know, utter, uh, I will use it for the glory of God. And that's really my prayer. And I know that this is a gift that God has given me. And you know what? It's funny because the song that Pastor Sam shared this morning, Dear Stay With Me, I don't know if you're friends with me on Facebook, just early this morning, the brother of Sister Hazel forwarded me a link. And he was like asking me, are you this person who sang this? And I opened the link. I don't recognize who the uh, YouTube owner is, but I know that I can recognize that it was me singing. And it has 10,000 views. <laughs> Only uploaded like two months ago, it already has 10,000 views. And I was really, I know there's, because used to be when I was in the Philippines, uh, I'm recording a lot of songs, you know, for the churches there because we lack uh, musicians, um, so I'm recording each part, like soprano, alto, tenor. I would really even make myself sound like a, a girl, you know, sing soprano and alto. So I did that a lot, and I forwarded to a lot of churches because I would just want it to be a blessing. And, you know, just recently, uh, previous days, I've been, like, hearing myself on YouTube, you know, people using my material <laughs> without my knowledge, <laughs> without my permission. But it's okay, as long as it's being used for the glory of God. And anyways, those songs are not mine, actually. So I just use them also. Uh, but I'm just really glad that even though, like, a lot of years ago, my voice didn't sound as, not as good as Brother Bobby. <laughs> but um, okay, so I'm just really thankful to God for this... Um, the healing that God has given me. And I hope na magtuloy-tuloy na. And I really appreciate all the concerns. This sister Naomi, she would always remind me, don't, uh, you know, push too hard. And she would even give me some ointments, you know, para makatulong sa voice. So I really appreciate all the help and all the prayers from this church. All right, so are you excited to listen to God's word? All right, so shall we all stand and uh, as we give reverence to the word of God? Colossians chapter... Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Uh, we will be reading two verses only this afternoon. 
Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, are you there? Amen. Amen. Read it with me from verse 6, right now begin. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Abounding therein with thanksgiving. Shall we go to the Lord in prayer? Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have given us. And we thank you for uh, this wonderful privilege and opportunity that we can learn your word once again as a church family. And we always thank you, Lord God, for your word that is alive and that is in our hands right now. And it is very complete. The, your counsel, Lord God, for us, your commandments. Your promises is already in our hands, Lord. Thank you so much for once again we can study it and open it and meditate on it, Lord. And I just pray that you forgive us from all our sins and shortcomings. And we just pray that you will be the one to be magnified this afternoon and uh, not to, uh, for people to see my weaknesses, Lord. And also we just pray uh, that you help us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And also help us to humble ourselves as we receive your word. Help us to focus on your word. And also, Lord, help us to open our hearts as we receive your word this afternoon. This is all we pray in Christ's most precious name. Amen and amen. You may now be seated. Thank you so much for standing with me. All right, so our lesson for this afternoon is also about thanksgiving. About giving thanks for the essentials coming from... Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 7. Let me just repeat the verse. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. All right, so this verse, we know that Apostle Paul was writing to the uh, church in Colossae, okay, the believers there in Colossae. And, you know, there are times that he was able to visit them, but then he, of course, he's a missionary, he can't stay there for so long. But truly, that Apostle Paul imparted to them the importance of the Word of God. He discipled them, and he taught them to be really, uh, you know, really a Christian that would have a good Christian life, that they would live with, a, you know, pure heart and holy life, a righteous life. And if you are a Christian, he's telling these believers that we need to abound with thanksgiving. Amen. I believe that as believers, we should be the most thankful, most grateful people in the world. I know that we have always been hearing that as Christians, we should be the happiest, right? The happiest people in the world because we are truly are so blessed. But I believe as Christians, also as believers, we should be one of the most grateful and thankful people in this world. But if we're going to look back, you know, to the first group of people that the Lord chose, and who are those? Group of people, the Hebrew people, the Israelites. You know, a lot of them... Yes, they've been through a lot, but, you know, they forgot the deliverance that God has, you know, let them experience. And there are times, there are lots of times in their life that they have complained, that they have murmured, you know. And because, yes, they're still in their flesh. And I believe that a lot of times in our lives also that we are just like that. 
You know, just like how Pastor Sam mentioned about this verse from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, that in the latter days, perilous times shall come, and a lot of people will be ungrateful, a lot of people will be unthankful. Amen? And the moment you wake up this morning, did you thank God for another day? that God has given you. Amen. We need to thank God for a lot of things. And you know what? This morning when Pastor Sam was mentioning something about Thanksgiving celebration with all the food that he mentioned, I feel like I just want to celebrate Thanksgiving. And you know what? I'm really excited for this year because, um, you know, last year was kind of different. Everything is normal. I mean, everything is uh, virtual. We weren't able to celebrate with uh, some people. Um, we're so tired of seeing our own families. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, but we're still thankful to God because this year is, you know, just like what Pastor Sam mentioned, going back to a little bit of normalcy. And last year, Pastor Sam and family, I believe they were in Florida. And only Pastor Jether and his family and my dad were the ones here in the parsonage in the church, and we celebrated Thanksgiving. And we still did have a wonderful Thanksgiving. You know why? Because Pastor Jether and Sister Hazel was here and they prepared a lot of food. Okay, you know what? Enable for us to really have a good celebration in the house, they are the key. <laughs> because during my birthday when they were not there and it was only Pastor Sam, we only had Tinola. <laughs> tinola by Pastor Sam. That was my last year's birthday celebration. I hope that this year we're going to have a big celebration. No, I'm just kidding. All right, but, you know, Thanksgiving, and even Pastor Jether and Sister Hazel, they were asking me, what, what, what do we want? What do I want this Thanksgiving? What food do they need to prepare? And I'm really blessed that they're asking me, you know, with all those stuff. But I just told them, uh, I don't really have in mind, because, you know, from my vacation in the Philippines, I had, like, different kinds of food already, and I feel like they're still in my stomach, you know? Pero uh, we're so blessed, you know, in this country that we can celebrate Thanksgiving. And we know that it's not all about the food. Amen? Although I've been talking about the food, but it's not all about the food. But it's all about the goodness of God. Amen? The goodness of God that God has, you know, put us, put us into this place. Um, that God has given us the freedom to worship Him. And with all the history that Pastor Sam mentioned earlier... But, you know, we're just grateful to, to God, really. We just want to give all the praises because of His faithfulness, because of His goodness in our lives. And you know what? We can go on and go on with the things that we want to thank God for. Even material things, I believe, we need to be thankful to God for, for those things. The moment we wake up in the morning, we need to thank God for another day that God has given us. You know, for the clothes that we wear, for the air that we breathe, for the water that we drink, for the food that we eat, for the house that we, you know, shelter ourselves with. You know, for the cell phones that we have, for the money in the bank that we have, for all the things that God has blessed us with. We really need to thank God for all those things. You know, because God has told us to give thanks in everything. You know what? And I just remember, you know, how can we, when uh, there was a pastor here that came over and he said that we need to pray without ceasing. Amen? In 2 Thessalonians, I believe, 5.17. But before that, there's the shorter verse, which is rejoice evermore. 2 Thessalonians 5. 16, it says there, rejoice evermore. How can we rejoice evermore? I believe the answer to that is the next verse. We need to pray. 
When we pray, we are rejoicing. Pray without ceasing. And the preacher said, how can we pray without ceasing? By giving thanks. The next verse. By giving thanks for in everything and for everything. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So in everything that happens in our lives, I believe we need to thank God for. And even, yes, the trials that God is giving us. Amen. There was a quote that I was able to encounter this week. It says, when life is sweet, say thank you and celebrate. When life is bitter, say thank you and grow. Amen. Truly that in every situation in our lives, we really need to thank God for. And you know what? Our verse is encouraging us to abound in thanksgiving. Now, with all the things that I have mentioned, I'm just going to give you three essentials, all right? We need to give thanks for these three essentials that I'm going to share with you this afternoon. Maybe Pastor Sam already touched, you know, some of these things that I'm going to be uh, mentioning. But let me first... Um, give you the key words that we have here, the word abounding, right? We have read from that verse, verse 7, abounding therein with thanksgiving. What do we mean by the word abounding? The word abounding means to exceed a fixed number of measure to be left over and above a certain number or measure, okay? It is exceeding, okay? It's like the blessing of God sometimes, right? It is abounding, it is exceeding, you know, it exceeds a fixed number. You know, when it's like when it, when there's like a typhoon or like a heavy rain, when the, the the rainfall is too heavy, then there's going to be a flood and the water is abounding. All right, and uh, also this coming Christmas season or this holiday season, what's gonna be abounding? Food. Amen. Nako bumalik na naman ako sa pagkain. All right, so there's gonna be a lot of ex, you know exceeding food, abounding food. You know, and then even sometimes yung mga troubles natin sa boy, it is abounding. You know, it is exceeding. So that is what we meant by the word abounding. And also thanksgiving, of course, thankfulness or the giving of thanks. So what are the things that we need to thank God for? The essential things that we need to thank God for this afternoon. The first one, of course, from verse one that we uh, verse 6 that we have read, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord. You know what happened when we received the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts? What happened? All I can say is there's a great thing that happened to us. Amen? When, when we receive Christ as our personal Lord and Savior, nagkaroon po tayo ng ano, kaligtasan, salvation. So I believe, first and foremost, we need to thank God. This is one of the most essential things, you know, this coming Thanksgiving. Before we even thank God for anything, before we even thank God for that turkey, before we even thank God for the food that's been set before us, even before our family, let's praise God and thank Him for the salvation that He has given us. Amen. The salvation that was extended. I heard a loud amen from Brother Gilbert. You know, I'm going to illustrate you because Brother Gilbert, you know, we miss the time when we have a normal prayer meeting, when we have our sharing time, right? And you know what? I remember one of the things that I, I always remember uh, from Brother Gilbert is every time he would share anything, uh, any prayer request or any praise, he would always first thank God for his salvation. Am I right? We can, we can hear that always from maybe still doing that in their virtual, you know, Bible study. But that's really a good practice, 
Amen. That we should not forget our first love. Amen. The time that God has saved us, we need to thank God for that. That's why we have to be supremely grateful this afternoon for the fact that we are saved. And our saved cannot be taken away from us. Amen. The love of God cannot be separated from us. The book of Romans is teaching us. Amen. Let us praise God because we are, we can be assured of our salvation. We believe in our assurance of salvation 100%. If you truly received Christ and believed Him as your personal Lord and Savior, because our salvation depends on what He has done on the cross of Calvary. It doesn't depend on what we do every day. It doesn't depend on what we think every day, because if our salvation is going to be dependent on us, we will definitely lose our salvation. But praise God, because our salvation is fixed, that once we are saved, we are saved. Amen. We praise God that we are saved, and we praise God that we are secured. We praise God that we are a child of God. And I believe that being saved, being a child of God, you know, there's a lot of blessings that comes with it. Amen. There's a lot of spiritual blessings that comes with it, being a child of God. And you know what, uh, Brother Jackson just mentioned that we're going to have a mansion in heaven and all he's just asking is to be outskirt of that heaven. But for me, I would just long for a bedroom in heaven <laughs> because I don't have a bedroom in, on earth. All right, so a bedroom would be, you know, sufficient and satisfying for me in heaven, not even a mansion. Okay, not even a house. One bedroom is enough for me. But definitely, we're going to have what we need and even what we want in heaven. You know, heaven is a wonderful place. Amen? Because our God is there, our Savior is there, the, the one who loved us so much is there. And being a child of God is such a wonderful thing. Amen. Being in this kind of relationship. And you know what Pastor Sam also mentioned about you know how the Hebrew people cannot even address God as their heavenly father. They can only address him as their Jehovah, as their God. But as a father, it, it speaks of a closer relationship. And now that is the kind of relationship that we have in this church age. You know, when God, you know, sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ, he did a lot of things that change from the previous, you know, setup to our setup right now. But of course, we still believe that God is still the same. But, you know, He's offering us a lot more, that we can enjoy a lot more of His presence in our lives. You know, to be able to call God our Heavenly Father is already a blessing. Let us, me remind you, Christians, that yes, we are in this beautiful relationship with God as, you know, him, our Father, and we are His child. So we don't need to be sad in this world. We don't need to be feel lonely in this world. We don't need to feel defeated in this world because the Father, the God that we have, is a powerful God and is a big God. Amen? Praise God for the salvation that was extended. Praise God that somebody loved me enough to send His begotten Son. Amen. Praise God for the salvation that we have and praise God that somebody died for me. Somebody died for you. Amen, Sister Gloria. Somebody died for you. 
Amen. Sister Lisa, somebody died for you, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We can take that personally. And when someone has given their life for you, that person truly, truly, verily, verily loved you. Have you ever experienced that? If you're going to ask your wife or your partner, the person next to you, are, are you willing to give your life for me? It depends, maybe <laughs> they will answer back. But, you know, Christ already did it. He did it for us, willingly. He died and has given his life for us. And that only is enough for us to be grateful in this life for eternity. And, you know, aren't you thankful that someone, you know, brought you to church, took you to church, or brought you to a Bible study. I don't know your salvation experience was when the first time you encountered the gospel or the good news. Aren't you thankful for that someone, you know, who had a big heart, you know, shared the gospel with you and, you know, took you to a, a gathering wherein you were able to hear the gospel and because of that person. Maybe, you know, this Thanksgiving, you want to be thankful to God, maybe give that person a little message and just want to you know, tell that person that you're grateful, you know, that he did that or she did that a long time ago. Aren't you thankful that somebody saw you in the altar when you came down and prayed with you? You know, aren't you thankful? Because when we ask God to save us, he really did save us. You know, I'm abounding with thanksgiving this afternoon because we have the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and we have salvation that was extended extended to us. Amen? Amen? Amen. So that was the first thing. The second thing, the salvation that was extended. Second, the stability that was expected. I believe in the same verse, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Walk ye in him. You know what? There are lots of Christians, the moment they receive the Lord Jesus Christ, as if they don't want to have a part with him. You know, it's like when they receive the gift of eternal life, okay, Lord, I'm going to do my own thing. I don't want to follow you. You know, there was a missionary, um, help me remember, I think it was Nathan Lee, where in, in their place, the, use, the usage of Christian is not really encouraged because sometimes there's a different connotation when it comes to the word Christian. They'd rather choose the word What's the word? No. Follower. Right? Follower of Jesus. Instead, of course, Christians are followers of Jesus. But they'd rather use the word follower of Jesus. Because truly, that if you're a Christian, you are a follower of Christ. Amen? You, would have the you will have the desire to, you know, obey His commands. You have the desire to do His will in our lives. You know, and we are encouraged to have a walk with Him. Walk ye in Him. This is talking about our spiritual walk with God. And we need to be praying for that because, you know, that depends our, you know, spiritual status before God, our believer's walk, our stability. You know what the Bible says in Galatians chapter 5, verse 25? If we, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the spirit the new testament believer is not simply offered salvation and then turned loose in the world 
I believe that each believer is both instructed and equipped to walk a life that is pleasing to God. You know, we, we would want to have uh, a stable life in this world. We would like really get a nice education, a nice job, because we want to stabilize in this world, right? But we need to first stabilize. We need to first have a stability of our daily walk with our God, our spirituality before God. Because notice in our text, we are encouraged in verse 7 to be rooted built up in him and established in the faith. What do you mean by rooted? Rooted means to cause, to strike root, to strengthen with roots, to render firm, to fix, establish, cause a person or a thing to be thoroughly grounded. Amen? We need some Christians right now, you know, that are grounded in their spirituality, that they are rooted you know, they are grounded that whatever storm that comes in their life, whatever stones that are thrown at them, they will still, you know, praise God. They will still be faithful to the Lord, that they will still serve the Lord. You know, the word built up means to finish the structure of which the foundation has already been laid, to give constant increase in Christian knowledge and in a life conformed thereto. Now, once we have you know, set our foundation, and we believe that our foundation is none other than our Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, we have a good foundation. Amen. We can trust our foundation. Now, when we are rooted because of Christ, now we have to build up, you know, our structure. You know, we need to increase our faith before Him. And not just that, rooted, built up, now established. Once we have nice roots, now when trying, we're trying to build up, you know, then we can have firm, established, and we are always sure of anything in our lives. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You know, in order for us to be able to, you know, withstand and overcome all the, you know, the temptation in this world, what should we do? We need to walk in the Spirit. And I believe that if we walk, we will always find growth. Amen. If we walk in the Spirit, we will always find growth. If we walk in the Spirit, we will find safety. Amen. If we always follow the will of God in our lives, we will find safety. If we're going to open our Bibles in James chapter 5, verse 20, Hebrews, I mean, James chapter 5. James chapter 5, verse 20, Let him know that he which converted the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. There is safety if we continue to, you know, walk, you know, in the Lord. And also there is reward. In Hebrews eleven sixteen. If we walk in the Lord, I believe that there's always a blessing when we obey God. Hebrews 11, verse 6, the Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, seeking him is like always walking in the Lord. You know, doing things that are pleasing to God. And you know what? I am thankful this afternoon over the fact that in this church, growing is always emphasized. Amen? Amen? 
Growing is also emphasized here in this church. We don't want you to be just like babes in Christ for so many years. And we can grow by always feeding ourselves with the word of God. And I believe that the purpose of our growing is none other than to please God, the one who's giving us the increase. Amen. The Lord is just using all the teachers here, all the ministries here, but the one that is really making us grow is none other than our God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As ye have received Christ, so walk ye in Him. You know what? Too many people want to receive Christ, but they don't like the expectation that comes with it. But Paul is encouraging the church of Colossae, if you've received Christ Jesus, so walk ye. Amen. That's why we are trying to sound like, you know, how the Lord Jesus Christ would sound. We are trying to, you know, how the world talks, you know, um, in our workplace every time, because in our workplace, praise God, because I'm working with believers. Sister Nelly is my coworker, and there's another believer, Sister Mayeth. But then our bosses, of course, they're um, not believers. You can tell because of the way they speak, the way they talk. You know, sometimes uh, the first time working there, I feel like my, my, my ears are going to explode because of all the just words that I'm not used to here. But, uh, you know, it's been in my prayer that, um, you know, somehow it will stop. But, you know, that's why we're trying to just... Um, utter words that are pleasing, not cursed words, not bad words, because we believe that that is our one way of walking, our, our way of walking with God. We just want to do anything that pleases Him, you know, and it just sad, saddens us because that's the way unbelievers would, would speak. That's the way unbelievers would talk. But what if we hear that from the Christians, that is very sad, uh, very tragic, amen? That's why we need to be careful of our testimony, whether we are around with, you know, anyone or even when we are with ourselves. Because when we start, you know, to, because I know when we watch movies, we'll be hearing this. So when you start practicing it, even when you're with yourself, later on, you will just realize that you're already you know, doing it even when others are there. So we really need to be careful on what we, you know, let our ears listen because we just want to be pleasing to God, not pleasing to men. Right. Amen. The way we walk, the way we talk, it has to be pleasing to the Lord and none other else. You know what? The, the verse in chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, the Bible says also, For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven... Whereof ye heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you, as it is in all the world, and bringeth forth fruit, as it doth also in you, since the day ye heard of it, and knew the grace of God in truth. And jump to verse number 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. 
You know, I believe that God is the God of holy. The Bible says that be ye holy for I am holy. And being holy is not boring. Amen. Being holy is such an exciting, you know, journey with God. You know, because our God is a holy God. You know, um, it says you're getting a person saved takes a few minutes in most cases, but getting them to walk like it takes a lifetime. You know, our journey in this world as we walk in this world and as we walk with God, you know, it's all by the grace of God. Yes, of course, we are not perfect. You know, the reason why we can say that we are righteous, that we are holy before God, it is not even because of anything that we have done in this world because we believe that our only righteousness can be found in the person that we have received. Amen? The person of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why we can boldly say that I am holy, I am a saint, I am righteous. Because if we're going to look at ourselves, we are just sinners. We are sinners saved by grace. But thank God for the one who has given us righteousness, who has imputed his righteousness upon us. And that's why, you know, if we walk faithfully, you know, with God, I believe there's always stability there. Our life will always be safe and pleasing to the Lord. That's why that is one of the things that we need to thank God for. And lastly, first is our salvation, our stability. And the last is the scriptures. Amen. The scriptures that were expounded. The verse that we have read, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith as ye have been taught. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you have your Bibles with you, not the cell phone, are you thankful to God for this book? Amen. For the Bible that we have, for the scripture, amen, the holy word of God that is in our hands. And yes, it is complete. Amen. And this Thanksgiving, isn't it uh, unusual if we're going to thank God for his word? No. Amen. Because without his word, you know, what's going to happen to us? You know, our, the word of God is our lamp unto our feet and a light unto my path. You know, this is our light. This is our guidance. You know, this is you know, our food, our spiritual food. That's why we praise God for His Word and thank God because our church, you know, is trying to teach the Word of God according to His will and trying to expound the Word of God for us to learn from, from it. Amen? There's a warning here, though, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 8. A warning from Apostle Paul, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of man, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. And you know, we are living in this world where people just want to hear what they want to listen, or they would just want to accept what they want to listen. You know, but most of the time, the things that we just want to hear are not the things that we really need to hear. You know, because the Word of God is like a two-edged sword. It's going to pierce our heart. It's going to hurt us. It's going to correct us. And you know, these philosophies, vain traditions of man, you know, these are made-up teachings of the man that they think the people would want to hear. You know, that's why the word there is spoil. You know, when we look at a, a person who is a spoiled brat, okay, and you, um, what do you mean by the spoiled there? Is that a good kid? 
Okay, uh, laging binibigay lang yung kanyang gusto, di ba? And most of the time, yung gusto niya, yung hindi pwede. Okay, ma, I want um, uh, crackers, I want junk food. Okay, spoiled nga eh. Okay, uh, bibigay naman. Okay, ngayon pag binigay yun, all he wants has been given. Ano, what's gonna happen to him? He'll get used to it, he's, gonna, he's not gonna have a good health. Okay, so um, these people... Okay, these people are trying to just spoil or give people what they want, even though it's not already in God's word. But those are the things that people are loving. But we can't do that when we teach His word. We just want to teach what the Bible says. Amen? You know, there's a lot of philosophy being taught out there. Uh, there's a lot of vain deceit uh, being taught out there. There's a lot of men's traditions being taught out there. There's a lot of world rudiments that's being taught out there. But thank God, and we need to be thankful to God because we are taught the Word of God. We are taught the Word of God, and we are taught to believe, amen, the Word of God. We are taught to trust in the Word of God, and we are taught to conform to the Word of God. And when we conform ourselves to the Word of God, our minds will be transformed. And aren't you glad that our church, the Bible, was front and center in all our church services? Amen? That's why even the pastor preached so long, it doesn't matter because that's the word of God. Amen? Yes, we want to be fed by the word of God. The word of God has to be the front and center in our family devotions. Amen. In every gathering that we have in this church, yes, we can see that, that there's never, you know, I've been here for 11 years now, but there's never a gathering in this church that the Word of God has never been proclaimed, that the Word of God has never been preached. You know, whenever there's a fellowship, whether it's men's fellowship, ladies' fellowship, youth fellowship, the center is always the front. There's always the Word of God being preached. Why? Because we put emphasis on the Word of God. Paul was quick to remind them to be rooted and built up in Christ, not men. Amen? That's why, well, we need to pray for all our teachers in our church, you know, that they would do the right thing, you know, before God. You know, there's a lot of exploration of knowledge in our days right now, but thank God because the Word will keep us from drifting away from uh, going to other direction. We just really need, need to thank God for His Word. And you know what, this week, uh, I'm about to close, but um, there was a member of our church who, you know, shared a testimony uh, by sending me a, a long text, a long message. And I always love every time there's someone who would send, uh, sorry, who would send you a long message. You know, and uh, she was sharing me how you know, her childhood um, growth as a Christian, um, she really appreciated how God moved in her life. She, she remembered telling me that when she was young, um, she would, uh, you know, after their Sunday school, um, the church and the leaders of that church would let them sit in the front when they were kids. And they would have their own notebooks and pens and write down outlines and some you know, points, and she was saying that she really loved doing that. You know, and then after that, after that Sunday service, the following week, 
when they have their Sunday school, their Sunday school teacher would ask about, you know, the preaching from last week. You know, and um, this, um, you know, believer in our church really just um, reminisced those times that she grew in the church, how the Lord provided church for him, for her when she was in high school, when she was in college. And she just really made the word of God priority in her life. And you know what? I can tell that her testimony right now, how the Lord had molded her, how the Lord had really made her grow in her spirituality. I believe that she is one of the best Christians here in our church. You know, she's very faithful. She is really sold out and all out to do the will of God in her life. Why? Because she put a lot of priority in the word of God. You know, and I can always remember that also in our family, how my parents really um, instilled to us the importance of the word of God. We would have, as a young child, we really have family devotion. That is one of the things uh, I, I can never forget. During Saturday nights, you know, uh, before we go to bed, before Sunday comes as a family, we would have a family altar. That's why it is important for us for ha to have that prayer chain in our church. Maybe, I don't know if we're still doing uh, those hours, you know, but to be honest for me, because my schedule was two in the morning, and sometimes Friday, um, you know, you've been so tired from work and all. Uh, to be honest, I'm going to uh, kinabukasan na lang ako mag-pray. Minsan nag-pray ka, kinabukasan na yung amen. No, pero um, I think it is important for us to help, to always have that, you know, family devotion. Maybe it's not a, an hour prayer, but to gather your family and teach them the importance of the word of God. Because that's how I remember my parents doing it to us. You know, um, and uh, there was a time even when I was a kid, I would... I'm scared of getting nightmares at night. And what would I do? I would make my, my, my Bible my pillow. And you know what? The next day, I really had a sound sleep. You mga thoughts na parabang uh, giving you uh, nightmares, pinapalitan ng salita ng Panginoon. Although talagang ginawa ko siyang literal na pillow when I was a kid. I remember that, you know, because I believe that the Word of God is really precious. Amen. The Word of God is what we really need in our lives. And we need to thank God for the Scripture, for His Word. You know, young Timothy, you know, Timothy was very young when he was taught the Word of God, and the Lord truly used him, you know, to, to preach a lot of good truths from His Word. And yes, this Thanksgiving, we really have the grateful heart that God wants us to have. Not just during this Thanksgiving season, but I believe all throughout the year, every day of our lives, we need to thank God for all those essential things, especially the spiritual things that we have with Christ. And, you know, it is a reality that there's a lot of unthankful people in this world. Even the story in the New Testament where God healed 10 lepers, how many just, you know, went back to praise God and thank Him? Out of 10, how many? There's only one. Can you imagine that? And I would close with this illustration. It says the lost art of thankfulness. Thankfulness seems to be a lost art today. Warren Wiersbe illustrated this problem in his commentary on Colossians. 
He told about a ministerial student in Evanston, Illinois, who was part of a life-saving squad. In 1860, a ship went aground on the shore of Lake Michigan near Evanston, and Edward Spencer waded again and again into the frigid waters to rescue 17 passengers. In the process, his health was permanently damaged. Some years later at his funeral, it was noted that not one of the people he rescued ever thanked him. Can you imagine that? That's why, you know, I believe that sometimes in our lives, nagiging ganun tayo, when we focus more on what we don't have, but we don't focus on what we already have, sometimes that is a sign of unthankfulness to God. So this Thanksgiving, let's look to the faithfulness and goodness of God and let us be excited, you know, to live our Christian life. Let's be excited to do more for His work. And let's always thank Him for everything in our lives. Thank you so much, and let's close in prayer. Our gracious God and Heavenly Father, thank you, thank you, Lord, for all the wonderful things that we have learned today. Thank you, Lord God, for who you are in our lives. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. Thank you, Lord God, that we can have a life walking with you as we please you, Lord God, in this world. Thank you for your word. And thank you for each one, Lord God, that's here for every ear that has really paid attention to your word. And Lord, our prayer is always that we will not just be hearers of your word, but also doers. And our prayer is that we will always have a thankful heart. Lord God, not just during this Thanksgiving season, but every day, every day of our lives. Lord, help us to see the good things that you have done in our lives. And I know, Lord, that you have done so many things for us, Lord God. And um, please forgive us for the many times that we have complained. Forgive us for the many times that we have murmured and try to see the things that we don't have in our lives but lord truly that as long as we have you as long as we have the lord jesus christ in us we are already satisfied there's always satisfaction in you lord and uh, i just pray that you continue to speak to our hearts and yes lord there's still a lot of needs that we that we want to pray to you, Lord God, but we're just we're just longing to what your answer to those prayers are. Whatever your answer is, Lord, help us to be thankful, whether you say no, whether you want us to wait. Lord God, whatever, whatever your will is, we just need to submit it to you, and we just need to be thankful, Lord God, to you always. Lord, thank you so much for your presence in our midst. Thank you so much for, for moving in our midst. Thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit that helped us understand your word this afternoon. And thank you, Lord God, for this time that we can all be here uh, worshiping you. And we believe, Lord God, that worshiping is not just all about uh, singing and 
pouring our heart out, but also worshiping is obedience. Lord God, before you, the reason why we are here, because we just want to obey you. We want to worship you, Lord God. And Lord, thank you so much. This is all we pray in Christ's name. Amen and amen. Thank you. Thank you for listening today.